0: Good evening, everybody. It is Saturday, November 23rd, around 5 p.m. I wrapped up a couple phone calls today, and uh, we're back at it this week. Sorry about a couple weeks off. Uh, I didn't have a voice for about a week. I'm almost 100% now feeling a lot better. I got busy with some family stuff, work stuff. So here we are back at it. Last night was semi-state for Indiana high school football and one a... Lafayette Central Catholic won 24-14 over Adams Central. Adams Central really good season uh, and played a really good Lafayette Central Catholic team. And 1A, uh Lafayette Central Catholic will play Indianapolis Lutheran next next week for the state championship. Lutheran won 49-0 versus West Washington. In 2A, Eastbrook won 26-14 over Adrian. And Western Boone won 35-13 over Triton Central. For Western Boone, Robbie Taylor had three touchdowns, 131 yards rushing, and uh, just a heck of a year by Western Boone once again. They're back in the state championship. And 3A, Heritage Hills, 33, Danville, 17. Annapolis Chittard is playing really good football right now. They won 45-0, a shutout in the semi-state game. Just unbelievable defense by Chittard. Chittard's running back, Dalen Taylor, had 135 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Daylon Taylor continues to have a great season. He's been on fire all season long. And foray East Noble 29, Hobart 24, Evansville Memorial takes down Mount Vernon 28-3. Mount Vernon won their first ever regional championship two weeks ago. And uh, just unbelievable year for Mount Vernon. They represent their conference well. And they made school history too, and put up a tough effort. They were in it in the first half, and the Evansville scored a couple times in the second half to kind of make the score look a little worse on how the game was going. And five A Valparaiso ten, Fort du- Fort Wayne dewanger seven. Valparaiso will play uh, New Pal for the state championship next Friday. New Pal forty five, Bloomington South zero. New Powell is just continuing to dominate. Charlie Spiegel had a huge first half. The defense had an interception for a touchdown. They just continue to win both sides of the ball. Defensive line, O-line, just unbelievable. And uh, New Powell's secondary is just on another level right now. They're making so many plays. I just want to talk about New Powell for a couple minutes. I don't want to keep, uh, you know, pressing the issue here, but they're just so well coached, and they just don't make very many mistakes. And when they do, they bounce back like nothing happened and they just next play, you know everyone always preaches next play, next play. These guys are for real about next play. Who cares what happened? Let's go dominate. And they just keep bringing it week after week after week, a shutout in the semi-state game. Uh the way they played Cathedral last week and the and uh and the regional championship, the way they played in the second half, they had their backs against the wall. And I had I had made a tweet, many of you probably won't see it because you're not on Twitter, but uh they weren't they didn't even flinch; they were not nervous one bit they didn't look like they were the team that was losing uh they didn't look like the team that had the pressure on them you know being the returning state champions, being undefeated, uh winning you know all these games in a row, having the best running back, having a dominant offensive line, dominant defensive line and that and coach Ralph just has those guys playing on another level, and uh they're just one of the best teams in the state right now and and there's just nothing anybody can do about it. So it'll be interesting to see what Valparaiso can do against New Pal, And also another thing, Charlie Spiegel, everyone's seen his records. Everybody sees his yards. Everybody sees how many touchdowns he scores. I just want to say one thing about that kid. He's not getting any offers, and there's going to be some schools that are going to be very disappointed uh, after they see what he does in college. I I think he can do damage on just about any level. Uh, I think somebody needs to give him a shot right now before they regret it. And he's such a team guy. He will run for a 55-yard touchdown, and he will act like he's – which he has done a lot of times. But he just acts like just another play, just another game. Hands the ball to the referee, shakes a couple teammates' hands, gives a couple high fives to Kyle King and his other teammates, and uh, he just moves on like it's nothing. So uh, I just – in this day of age where we like to see showboating, we like to see – um, all these you know, touchdown celebrations. like see defenses pose for the camera in the NFL, like the Colts do, and you know just what gets everybody excited. It's whatever this generation likes, all this and that. Which hey, I'm 28. I love celebrate. I love celebrating. I love celebrating when I played. Um, I love doing you know celebration dances, dancing in the locker room, whatever. I'm telling you, this kid. It, Charlie Spiegel wants nothing to do with celebrating and uh, it's pretty it's pretty fun to watch uh, if you guys get a chance please tune in and watch this new PAL team uh, it'll be on TV I'm sure and uh, uh, you guys won't be disappointed by how well coached they are, how, how hard they play and how disciplined they are on both sides of the ball special teams is unbelievable just all three phases uh, this team's a lot of fun to watch and uh, you will not see very much uh very many mistakes uh you won't see any celebrating uh you won't see any bad uh bad unsportsmanlike penalties on them or anything like that and i'm telling you for for 16 17 year, 18 year old kids on twitter you, people try to get these guys riled up they try to say this and that you know private schools are going to beat them blah 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 they keep beating the private schools and you don't see these kids tweet anything they don't say a single word about being good they don't say a single word about breaking records uh they don't say anything about being 70 straight wins in the regular season and defending state champions they they like and retweet some stuff they'll you know uh appreciate their fans and teammates and all this and that so uh they're just really uh well coached and obviously all their parents have done a really good job and uh, it's been fun to follow them guys and just see how how they've been doing this the last couple years. So I'm going to move on now. I just wanted to say my bit about New Pal. In 6A, Carmel won 38-17 over Merrillville. And Center Grove with a 17-10 win over Ben Davis. So it'll be Carmel versus Center Grove, two of the better teams in the state. Uh will face each other for the 6A state championship. Carson still uh, had 19 carries, 88 yards to lead the way rushing. This kid has had a really tough season. He's been injured hamstring. He's been injured with an ankle. And he came back in the regional game and helped Center Grove make it to Semi-State. And then he played again last night, and he's racked up almost 200 yards the last two games and has two touchdowns. He scored both of those in the regional championship, and he's starting to feel better. He called in to kind of chat about this uh, up-and-down year he's had um, after having two monster years and uh, these injuries really caught up to him. And uh, he's just thankful to be back out there on the biggest stage. So here's Carson Steele, junior running back for Center Grove. They'll be playing the state championship next week. All right, I'm here with Center Grove junior running back Carson Steele. Thank you for calling, Carson. Oh, yeah, So I just kind of want to talk about you guys started off one and four this year. Uh, some people are starting to write you guys off. Uh, you you had to miss some time due to some injuries. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but now you guys are going to be playing for a state championship versus Carmel. Uh, you guys are eight and five on the year. Carmel's ten and three. Just kind of talk about how the slow start. You guys were able to kind of write off the the tough injuries and the tough start. And here you guys are going to be playing for a state championship after Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, you know, I mean, of a season with a little bit of adversity. You know, it's hard for us to start out. You know, we got some defensive guys missing, you know, so it took a little bit of toll on us, you know, but once everything started to, you know, work out and, you know, everybody started to get back in and we all started working as a team, you know, that's when we, really when we come from and, you know, that's helped us get to where we're at today and, you know, hopefully we can take the next step and
0: uh, go up with it. Yeah, it's kind of funny that you mentioned you guys have some young running backs that were kind of filling in while you were out. You guys, you guys are a pretty young team, a lot of sophomores and juniors on the squad.
1: first time ever playing in in the state finals. Have you ever played Lucas Oil before? Oh no, no, no I haven't. You know, it's been a dream of mine, uh, just coming out, you know, preparing every day. day, you know, like the last you know, last week of high school football for anybody. Uh and, uh it really takes so a toll on me, you know the fact, you
0: know, uh you really need to step it up one through team. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you guys are able to do next week. Uh it's gonna be really fun watching you guys. Now I kinda wanna talk about how Last year as a sophomore, you ran for 2,270 yards, 29 touchdowns. As a freshman, you had over 1,700 yards and 20 touchdowns. So, I mean, you racked up over 4,000 yards rushing, 49 touchdowns rushing. I kind of just want to talk about how how you missed all these games. You came back last week for the regional championship, and then you played Friday night for the semi-state. Uh, just kind of tell us about your injuries, what you kind of went through, how you stayed mentally ready for these big games that you've came back for.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely took an effect on me. You know, coming out uh socials, I don't you know, watching my guys, you know, play without me, you know, it really took an effect on me, you know, but I am uh, a little worse that they couldn't hold me back, and, you know, they uh, there's the reason they got us here, but that's the regional, you know, and I them most of them just uh put me in a little little places where they need me, but, uh, you know, definitely those guys, uh, they flipped it on their phones, you know, and, uh, uh some some of the guys, you know, have a little bit of a suck on it, too, you know, 'cause because they were a little bit nervous coming out um, in their first games. But, you uh, know, they definitely they to that uh, about the middle of the season, you know, we took
0: from more. So you were kind of dealing with a hamstring injury, and then you were starting to feel good, and um, I saw where you jumped up for a pass and ended up tweaking your ankle a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I had a little bit of a tweak, my uh, hamstring everything's feeling good, I'm uh, uh, Yeah, you've definitely been
0: able to come back at the right time and help kind of get your team over the hump the last few weeks. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Last week, or for the regional championship, you had uh, 97 yards and two touchdowns. So that was kind of a, a pretty good game coming back from injury. And then uh, last night you were able to lead the way with 88 yards, so I'm sure your coach and teammate was teammates were glad to have you back and, uh, you know, kind of needed that extra boost these last few weeks because you're playing the best of the best at this point, especially in six A. Oh, area. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, didn't feel like, you know, the best games you've had every day, but
1: uh, I've just been really trying to fake out as a decoy as well and help off
0: That's a really good point. Can you, can you kind of talk about uh, what it's like being a part of this Center Grove tradition? Uh, when you guys won regional a couple weeks ago, that was the 10th regional championship in 12 years. Just kind of talk about what it's been like to be a part of the team and the tradition you guys have at Center Grove. Had a really good crowd there last night, even though it was a little chilly. Um, but everybody came out to support for the big game of the year. I was kind of teasing you earlier when you first called about how you have the best hair in the state. Can you
1: kind of talk about, kind of talk about your flow for the people listening?
0: Teams in the state, and uh, you know, like I said before, six, eight footballs—some of the best football around. So, it should be a really good one. Uh, well, hopefully, you so hopefully you can stay healthy and get rested up, and you'll be ready to go. Oh yeah, definitely. Thank you. All right, thank you for your time. All right, see you. Eddie. All right, so thank you to Carson Steele. Uh, really good football player, just hasn't gotten to show it this year uh, with all the injuries and. Uh, A lot of respect for him and the way he's handled uh, the hamstring and then the ankle. He just hasn't been able to quite uh, do what he's able to do with those injuries. So uh, it's good to see that he's been back the last two weeks. And uh, his team's really needed him because it's a lot of tight ball games and uh, really good competition in 6A. So that's your high school football wrap-up. I can't wait to see the state finals. Uh, we'll be previewing that, getting ready for that. Uh, I'll be posting on Facebook and Twitter, uh, stats, matchup stuff, all that good stuff. So uh, we'll be getting ready for that. I want to kind of move on to girls basketball in Randolph County area. Uh, Winchester is four and O with wins over Bluffton, Knights Town, Yorktown, and Try. Mineral Central's is two and O. They've beaten Frankton and Westdale. They're led by head coach Brock Morrison. Union City is three and two. They lost to Richmond and Northeastern. Uh, two really good teams. And then uh, they've beaten Southern Wells, Newcastle, and Randolph Southern. So pretty good start by the Indians there. And Randolph Southern's 3-2, and two, and Union out of Modoc is 1-4. and four. Uh, So a little bit of a girls uh, wrap-up there. Uh, it's just getting started, so more to come uh, for the Randolph County girls. There's some really good teams in Randolph County. Um, they've played really good the last four or five years, so we'll be keeping an eye on them. Uh, boys basketball is going to be starting within the next couple weeks. Usually after Thanksgiving, things start getting rolling. And uh, wrestling's under the underway. Union City went three and two today, I believe. Had four guys go undefeated, uh, five and zero. Uh, we'll catch up on some of that later on uh, this week. Try to get some more stats and info for you. Uh, so wrestling's underway, and I kind of want to talk about boys basketball. Minerva Central has their jamboree tonight uh, at Minerva Central. I believe Minerva Central actually started about 20 minutes ago. Uh, They were playing Cowan, I believe. But I caught up with one of their senior point guards. Uh, He just made his commitment uh, yesterday afternoon, and uh, he's ready to lead the Golden Bears to a good season. Uh, They've been around 500 the last couple years. They're ready to get over the hump, Uh, win county, win conference, try to get a sectional championship. And uh, here's what he had to say about this year. Here is senior will jones i am here with will jones senior from Monroe central uh thanks for calling today will yeah thanks for having me so you head into your senior season of basketball uh your sophomore and junior year you average about 10 11 points a game um what are you kind of expecting from yourself this year Well, i am expecting big things um we're returning a
1: from our last year squad we only uh there's one senior so i'm expecting a lot from our team and i think we can go pretty deep in the season and knock off some teams that people might not expect we
0: uh, to hang in with yeah so you're you last year you're 12 and 11 your junior year and then uh your sophomore year you guys were 11 and 11 so i'm sure you guys are kind of starting to raise the bar uh you want to win county conference try to get a sectional championship and uh uh, try to keep improving that record this year. Yeah, for sure. I think it's it's we're looking up high, so I think those are all good shots for us this year. Um, what would you say is the strongest part of your um,
1: of your basketball game for yourself? I honestly think my strongest part is uh, my shooting ability. But I mean, I also like I think I can get to the rim pretty well. I mean, granted that I'm only like five nine, so yeah. Like if I had to choose one, it might be my shooting. I would say that. While I was looking at your stats. Your three-point your
0: three point ball looked pretty good according to your stats. So, uh, Thank you. I have to agree with that. Your deep balls one of your uh, strong points. Um, what did you kind of uh, want to improve on going into this year, um,
1: your off-season workouts and stuff? What, what did you kind of want to focus on? Um, did you do anything
0: different than what you've done compared to the last few years? I've worked on a lot more, like, ball handling and uh, trying to finish up the rim a lot more. I mean, of course, I still did a lot of shooting and got up about three to 400 shots a day with just makes. but I
1: really focused on being able to get in there and finish with contact, and I think that was just the last couple of years, that's what I needed to work on the most. Okay. So, did, did you work out with anybody uh, specifically, like a trainer or anything, or did you kind of just stay in Minor Central? Uh, yeah, I have a trainer. Um, his name's Dennis Trammell. Um He lives in Yorktown. He played at um, Ball State in the early 2000s and played over in um, Germany and
0: a couple other places overseas. Okay. So how's that been going for you? It's been going really well. We uh, go out for about an hour and just go hard. And I can see myself getting better every time I go and work out with him. Who hooked you up with them? Oh, um, dad kind of knew him from
1: uh, he used to run the Y League when I was little. Okay. So it was, yeah, just kind of a connection
0: there. So that that was an easy connection then. Yeah, sure. Uh, tell us what what age you uh, picked up a basketball. When did you start playing. I think it was around I was about four or five. Well, I mean, yeah, my dad would take me over to the Y when I was little. We just go play, and then I always started playing in the. Little YMCA leagues up the Northwest, WA over there in Muncie. That's where it just started. Just from from there on, right? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So as a point guard, as a senior, um, obviously there's gonna be a lot of leadership roles put on you this year. Um, how do you how do you see yourself handling that this year as a senior?
1: Um, I see myself taking like good stance and being able to help push my teammates and. You know, get on them when they, they might not make the when they make the mistake and um, have the not a good mistake response. So I can get on them and tell them like you know, let's get it, let's go. Like and I I can see them taking it away.
0: So the most, the most important thing, yesterday uh, you committed uh, to a college. You said you wanted to get it done before uh, the season started. You felt like it was the right time. So kind of tell me and tell the people that will be listening uh, where you committed to. Um, tell us where it is and stuff like that. Um, yesterday I committed to a North Central College. It's um, a Division three school up in Naperville, Illinois, which is a uh, southwest suburb of Chicago. Um, they compete in the Collegiate Conference of Illinois-Wisconsin, which is one of the toughest Division III conferences in the country. They, like um, many compare it to, like, one well, like, a Big Ten or SEC, ACC kind of conference. Well, like, like Division III they have around four to 500 teams, so they do a 64-bracket tournament as well. So, and they have a lot of conferences and teams, so most conferences only get one bid, but their conference gets about three or four, so that's pretty impressive for Division three. So and currently they are ranked three or four in the nation, so they're like one of the top Division three programs out there. Yeah, so they're so they're one of the better teams around Division three basketball. That kind of have an effect on your decision.
1: Yeah, um, I mean like. Going there, I'd be introduced to a winning culture that, that, I mean, I've had in high school, but it's, you know, it's different at the collegiate level with the way, like, things will be run and how I'm going I'm to need to work out every day to get myself better, to go up there and compete against bigger and better
0: players that, yeah know, yeah, just, I'm also, like, working my game a lot more. Nobody's off. Definitely. It's going to be very competitive up there. It sounds like good conference. And a team that's used to win and wants to win, so um, yeah, you're gonna have to be uh, ready to go, and I'm sure you will be. How you feel about um, moving or playing in you're gonna be in Illinois, away from Indiana? Um, how you feel about that? Uh,
1: I'll be. I mean, it'll be a lot different. I don't think it'll like the weather-wise. I mean, it's, of course, Chicago, so it might be a little colder, but yeah. Um,
0: team coaches up they'll that's kind of a game changer compared to just going and uh, you know
1: studying and being in your dorm room and stuff like that so yeah, kind of have your teammates
0: to lean on what do you what are you looking to uh, study there um if I choose right now it would be some type of sports business or communications maybe marketing something with sports because that's really what I've been interested in my whole life okay well sounds like you kind of Got it figured out. And you'll be ready to go. Um, congrats on your decision. Uh, thank you. They got a really good uh, basketball player heading their way, so congrats on getting the decision out of the way. Now you can kind of focus on your season, senior season with the Golden Bears, and uh, we'll be keeping an eye out for you, and I'm sure we'll be talking again, and uh, hopefully you guys can rack up some good wins and have a good year. Uh, thank you. All right, well, good luck this year, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. So good luck to Will and the Golden Bears. We'll be keeping an eye on them this, keeping an eye on them this year, and uh, see if they're able to have a really good season over there at Minnesota Central. Uh, I want to move on to uh, something that happened earlier this week over at Southport. Uh, I just been trying to wrap my head around it the last couple couple days. Uh, the coach paid for a player's tuition, about fifty five hundred dollars, and basically he got suspended for two games and the kid the players, the kids, uh don't get a chance to play for a sectional, regional, semi-state, or a state championship, uh, because of their coach's poor decision. Um there's just something totally wrong with this. I don't I don't know how the coach didn't get fired. I don't know how he didn't get suspended for the whole season. I don't know how he didn't get fined, uh, making pay $5,500 to a charity, uh, to the IHSA for something with sports. Um, surely there's something to figure out here. I guess I say can't do anything about a coach's suspension. So that kind of goes on Southport. Uh, I think that needs to change though. I think the IHS, IHSA, if they did a recruiting violation or something, uh, serious, then they should be able to step in and, uh, help make the school uh, do the right thing. And uh, just really sad at Southport that those uh, boys basketball teams not going to get to play f- in the postseason. Uh, that's when some of the best memories happen. Uh, that's when you kind of uh, – that's what you play for the whole the whole season for is to try to win a sectional and uh, try to make it to the state finals at, at Banker's Life. So, uh, it's just totally – it feels like an NCAA type thing right now. Uh, you know – Coaches get slapped on the wrist, and and the kids get punished, and uh, the kids had nothing to do with it. The kids didn't pay for the the kids' tuition that they said got paid. Um, All leaned on a grown adult uh, that is the coach of the team and that is responsible for all this, and uh, he'll set out the first two games of the year, and then he'll be back, and uh, his players uh, get no shot at playing in the postseason. So kind of just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, something needs to change. Uh, you know, I don't know, maybe some people uh, listen to this. You send Bobby Cox, the commissioner, an email uh, just talking about there's no way the kids should get punished for this type of thing. If the kids did something, if they all uh, committed a bunch of crimes or fought on the court or something, then okay, let's, you know, uh, you fought another team, you punched a ref, you did this, you punched another player, you punched a coach, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you guys aren't going to play for uh, the sectional championship or any further than that this year. Okay, the kids did it. This instance, kids did nothing. Uh, something should should be done about this, and I hope it never happens again. Um, do not punish 16-, 17-year-old kids that did absolutely nothing. Uh, I want to move on. That's enough for the high school sports. Uh, college sports, Ohio State dominated today. They kind of let Penn State get back in it, and then they pulled back away. Uh, so Ohio State probably will still be up there in the top one or two spot. Uh, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, they're all three looking good to get in the playoffs. Uh, it's going to be that fourth spot we're going to keep an eye on, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And I think Joe Burrow from LSU, uh, once that Alabama game was completed, um, I think he's your Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, if you got any better, better ideas, uh, shoot me a message. But Joe Burrow... Definitely at the top of my Heisman list and should be on top of everybody's. Uh, the Colts on Thursday night had a chance. Their leading the division had the chance on the road. Uh few questionable calls. The refs saw the fumble. Sure looked like Darius Leonard had it. Uh, somehow replay says they can't tell. Uh, replay has been really funny this year on the pass interference calls. Some are, you know, aren't getting changed. and, uh, and They just got to start getting this stuff figured out. We have all this technology stuff. And uh, we're still missing calls, so either get rid of the technology or let's try to get all this uh, situated and make the right calls. So uh, we're gearing up. Uh, college football is going to start conference championship soon. It's rivalry week next weekend. Uh, this weekend wasn't very fun as far as games. Ohio State, Penn State was one of the biggest ones, um, which it was big one versus eight or one or two versus nine, whatever they're ranked. And uh, NFL is going to be getting down to the end, about five weeks left. So uh, be be fun to keep an eye on. And like I said, high school sport, high school winter sports are rolling along, and uh, high school football is down to state finals. So it's fun times. We'll be trying to keep up with it all. Uh, send me a message if you have any ideas of stuff I I've missed or I need to cover. Uh, just let me know, and uh, I'll try to keep up with it. So thanks for listening. Sorry about the couple weeks layoff. Uh, but we're back at it, and uh we'll be full gear. Thanks for listening thanks to Carson, thanks to will. I appreciated both your combos. everybody have a good night and uh we'll have a, we'll have another episode in a couple days.